for fifteen thousand dollars, I got uh, thirty opt-ins. <laughs> fifteen thousand dollars and thirty thirty opt-ins. Five hundred right? bucks so a pop. I'm, yeah, <laughs> uh, five hundred bucks a pop. We should be recording this, by the way. We are. We are. <laughs> <laughs> I was testing the record the record button anyway. So, so we have yeah, some good. But, testing. but yeah, you could probably use this as part of your intro. <laughs> yeah. We stand today. The Business Method with a shout The Business Method. The Business Method Podcast. The Business Method Podcast featuring Chris Reynolds. Entrepreneurs, systems, methods, tools, and tactics for location independence. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all ages, welcome to the Business Method Podcast, where we examine the different methods, tools, and tactics of high-performance online entrepreneurs and high-caliber people in a series format. Our first series, we interviewed 100 entrepreneurs in 100 days that had built businesses creating $100,000 or more annually. On our second series, we are interviewing 100 entrepreneurs that have built location-independent businesses that generate a million dollars or more in annual revenue. There's a growing movement of people building these caliber of businesses and we wanted to get behind the minds, the logic, and the science of what it takes to build a business like this. We've had some incredible guests like Bobby Edwards, the founder of Squatty Potty, who built a $35 million per year company with just 17 employees, and JP Sears, the YouTube superstar whose videos are going viral all over the internet. I'm your host, Chris Reynolds, and we hope you enjoy the show. The Business Method. Hey listeners and welcome back to the show. Today I'm incredibly excited to welcome an inspiration and one of my personal heroes, John Logard. John is the founder of Consulting Unleashed and has been an entrepreneur for the past 25 years. He has conducted over 5,000 one-on-one focus strategy sessions with top business people from all over the world and specializes in helping people build six to seven figure consulting businesses in a year's time. If you Google John's name, you'll quickly find out that he's all over the online entrepreneurial and business world world. My favorite trait about him is that he's humble, down to earth, easy to connect to, extremely wise, and just a great guy all around. We had an hour and a half to talk, and we actually broke this up into two different episodes. The next one will be published tomorrow, so I recommend you check them both out. John and I got right into an incredible conversation as soon as the call started, and there wasn't a formal intro, so I just hit the record button, and things kicked off. Entrepreneurs, systems, methods, tools, and tactics for location independence. You know, mate, I'm sitting here talking to you on a bench on a beach. Uh, um, you know, uh, uh, we're probably across the world from each other right now, which I find extraordinary that we can have these conversations. Yeah. And and I'm and I'm sitting there. And it's like one thing that I know is every day is a do-over. You know, I mean, I, I love sunrises. You know, I love – I've got amazing photographs of sunrises on my iPhone from around the world. Uh, you know, it's just – to me, it's like there's this um, – I don't know what it is. It's just a, it's just a moment of peace yeah. to go, you know, you know, here it is again, you know. Re- rebirth. You know, rebirth. how are you going? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, how you doing? Sometimes I'm like, what am I doing today? Am I really doing anything that's really important for the business, or am I just bullshitting myself? So. Well, we have moments. I mean, you know, we all, you know, like life is life, and we all have moments. And you know, uh, you know, it's not like every day is a hustle, hustle, hustle. But um, yeah, uh, you know, you know, where's the attention? You know, where's the focus? And and why? Uh, you know, why is it important for you to do what you do? You know, if you, if we don't, if, it, if that's not, if that, if you, if it's not important, 
then it ain't going to happen. If it's not something that you want as a desire or something that you believe it's going to add value to your life or, or, or provide you with an experience or a resource, then you're just not going to do it. Yeah. So, um, you know, and so it's because they've got no plan, no vision, there's no rhyme reason um, uh, for it. So if there's no uh, commitment, urgency, or, or, or you know, the, the desire to um, action and experience uh, from the things that you create or the things that you uh, put out there for people to buy from you, whether it be a product or a service, then, um, then it's, it is just going to be a, a whitewash. Yeah, uh, and some people are in whitewash mode for years. I know lots yeah. of entrepreneurs that are fucking around. Um, <laughs> you know, you know, sitting there, coconut cash, coconut cowboys. You know, loving the idea of I'm being an entrepreneur, but you know, uh, in that moment, they're having their life experience for that moment. But things change pretty quickly. I mean, I, you and I know people that have changed drastically in the last four or five years, mm-hmm. where they've gone from that passive you know, sort of, hey, you know, I'm rolling around and it's really cool being the nomad and all that sort of stuff. Uh, but now they've gone, well, you know what? I think I need to actually get serious about my business. <laughs> I don't know if it's a life choice pressure that people go, oh, shit, it's time. I've got to get serious. I've got to think about future, family, you know, where I'm going to live, you know, those sorts of things um, come into play. Um, you know, there's a whole host of things, but I've known you know, in our community in DC, mm-hmm. uh, 30% of the, 30, 30% of those people in the DC in the last two years have moved back to their homes, you know, oh, they've wow. moved back to their home cities and host, home states. And there's a reason for that because, uh, you know, uh, uh, in a, in a remote environment, sometimes it's just difficult to do what needs to be done to run that business. Now, there are yeah. some people who... That who you know uh, the Southeast Asian, uh, the the continent that's you know South Asia as a continent is their is their home is their business or you know is their is their place where they run their businesses and make things happen, because their the proximity is right for them you know location proximity is all right for them, but I've known a bucket load of people that have moved back to San Diego, Austin, they've gone back to Europe, they've you know they've gone back home to. Uh, uh, establish their businesses uh, or be in their markets uh, so they can grow. We should be recording this, by the way. We are. We are. (laughs) (laughs) I was testing the record record button anyway, so uh, I recorded a bit of it and then I turned it off and I turned it back on just kind of so... So we have some good testing. Yeah, you you probably use this as part of your intro. (laughs) Yeah. Well, welcome to the show, John. What do you want to talk about today? I can talk about the bad and the ugly of entrepreneurship. I can talk about the uh, the transition moments in entrepreneurship. I can, you know, it's really funny because right now I'm heavily in uh, uh, all levels of entrepreneurship in relation to the people that I, you know, that I work with, and 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 I can just see where people are sitting, where they're stuck, where they're coasting, where they're, you know, and it really boils down to some pretty basic stuff because it's not difficult to do very well. Uh, you know, regardless of whatever business you're in, um, because most people are doing it badly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, most of the co- most of the competition sucks. Right? Do you, do you so see like <laughs> two or three consistent things that are similar in all entrepreneurs? The basic things oh, that are holding them back. Yeah, number one, total lack of clarity. Mm-hmm. They're just not clear about what they want to do, who they want to serve, what they're creating. Uh, clarity is a really big one. You know, I, there's a there's a, a stack, and I'm trying to remember who um, 
shared this with me one time. It's some some uh, guru speaker. I'm trying to remember their name, um, but uh, it, you know, and I talk about this as well. But you know, from when you have clarity, you have certainty, and when you have certainty, you've got confidence that things are going to be moving forward and working. And when you've got confidence, then you can you know you can succeed and you can accelerate your opportunities. Uh, but it works in the opposite way, right? So if you're unclear, you become totally uncertain. And when you're uncertain, you totally lack confidence. And when you lack confidence, you're in the toilet, right? <laughs> so, so it's a double-edged sword, you know? So, so from clarity to certainty, from certainty to confidence, from confidence to success, being unclear uh, definitely uh, um, uh, engages the uncertainty. And when you're uncertain, you totally lack confidence. And when you lack confidence, you just suck. You know, um, that's, that's the, that's the boilerplate of it. What about people that like have waves of clarity? So I, I've noticed in my life, like sometimes I'm really clear on something for two years and then I hit yeah. a wall. What do you, what do you tell those people? Your values change. Your, you know, what what becomes important to you change. Like two years, two years is a, you know, a lot of people say a year is a, a very short time in business. A year in business is a very long time. There's a lot of things can happen in a year. Mm-hmm. A lot of things can happen in three months. In two years, that's you know, in 24 months, you've had an, you know, you don't, we don't, we don't take the time to sort of sit and stop for a second and go, what just happened in the last two years? But when we actually sit down and think about all the things that we've done experienced you know move through whether it be through some you know whether we've had challenges hardship elation success um you know um, uh, experiences relationships all those sorts of things a huge amount of stuff happens in a two-year period right so sometimes uh, through those experiences and through those learnings and at that two-year point you go you know what maybe what i've been working on um is okay for now or in this moment that's helped me to get to this place of asking the question again like going from a state of confusion to a state of uh to, to a state of clarity and certainty you know when things are thrown up at us where we're 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 asking you know we're uh i guess from an uh, from an energy point of view we're going to get a little bit woo woo here mm-hmm. um if if we're not connected to what's important to us you know our values right mm-hmm. and if we do things that are supportive of our values then we have this uh, life is a little easier. Decision-making process is much easier. We tend to flow. But what happens is sometimes our values change. You know, we think, hey, other things have become mm, important. Yeah. Uh, you know, and so you go, and, but if we don't sort of sit down and think about that for a moment, then we're going we're gonna to get to that place where we're itching, like, oh, there's, got, there's something else happening, but I'm just not sure what it is. Right. Right. Um, and so, you know, we have our moment, I, you know, you, you know, what you're experiencing, I've had that as well, you know, am I doing the right thing? You know, am I really juiced about what I'm doing? Uh, you know, uh, you know, is this, is this, you know, something that's, uh, you know, supportive and helpful and, you know, uh, and is this part of what's important to me? Yeah. And so I have to reconnect with, you know, what, you know, what do I really want to do? More importantly, why do I want to do this and how does this support the experiences that I want to have in my life. I mean, life is a series of experiences. Uh, our path, you know, you know, we we are, you know, part of the mitochondria of uh, the universe here. And if we're <laughs> growing, we're growing. And if we're not growing, we're dying. dying you know? yep. And so th- we we only have two paths. You know, quantum physics uh, uh, shows us very que- clearly what the reality of black and white is in our life. You know, we either are or we're not. We either do or we don't. You know, it, you know, every action that we take uh, creates the opposite or uh, reaction. You know, momentum is a, 
a forward moving motion. So momentum builds on momentum. We have the flywheel theory or the flywheel uh, strategy that, that pops up when, with momentum. All of these things uh, boil down to, you know, what we want to experience in our lives. Uh, those are the things that, that, that contribute to our growth <clears throat> and how we express ourselves and how we engage and interact with those that are around us. So, you know, from our health, our spirituality, our business, our financials, our, um, our you know, you know that I hate this word purpose, but our purpose <laughs> in, in, uh, in life, um, uh, you know, is, is affected by what's, what we're feeling and going on around. And so the quicker we connect with that, the quicker we ask these sorts of questions, um, uh, the, the faster we get clearer, the faster we move forward to having the, the favorable and unfavorable experiences because it's how we're learning, right? Right. Um, as we go along. Right. You know, my, fav- my favorite thing is, like, I'm, I, I love NFL football. It's a cool game. Um, I, the Super Bowl this year... Uh, with the Philadelphia Eagles winning their first Super Bowl over, over the New England Patriots, who could have won that game in the last two minutes of the game. We've had two awesome Super Bowls in a row uh, last two years. But Nick Foles, quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, you know, just won the Super Bowl. 24-year-old kid, second-string quarterback, mm. got, him through the, got him through the playoffs, got him in the game day, is sitting there with hundreds of media around him throwing, shoving microphones in his face, asking him, you know, how do you feel and what are you thinking and blah, blah, blah. And here's this 24-year-old kid who turns around, looks at the camera and says, you know what? I'm thinking about all the times that I've failed. I'm thinking right now in this moment, I'm thinking about all the times, the thousands of passes, the, uh, you know, the thousands of hits. The, I'm thinking about all the times that I failed because through the, my failures, it has created my experiences to put me in this spot here right today. Wow. You know? So the most elative experience in your life, and you're sitting there thinking about what you've learned, how you've grown, right? You know, how, how you how you've grown in the market. It's powerful that's, that's, for a 24 yeah, year old. Yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a deep, there's a soul in that kid. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm calling the kid is it, you know? <laughs> but but you know, but he, you know, you know, he he is connected to a bigger uh, place um, yeah. that is he's thinking beyond of where he is today. Yeah, in that moment, and I thought uh, I thought that was that was a really incredible moment. If you if you jump on YouTube uh, and type his name on YouTube, you'll see it. Uh, it it's pretty easy to, to see. But um, but yeah, you know that that we're, if we're learning, we're growing. If we're experiencing, we're growing. Yeah. Um. And and we get to choose what those experiences are. We make very clear decisions on whether the experience is going to suck. Or the experience is going to be awesome, and even in trepidation, uh, the sheer nature of um, moving forward and taking uh, uh, a chance on an unknown is uh, adds to the excitement for a lot yes. of people. You know, um, so yeah, I think we're going to get into life as well. No, here, but this <laughs> is great. Let's keep digging. <laughs> Are you enjoying the podcast with John? I hope so. We were fortunate enough to chat with John for about an hour and a half and we got so much great content that we broke it into two different podcasts. The final half of the conversation will come out tomorrow. Make sure you check it out. But for now, back to the show. When those experiences do suck, John, like, like yeah. of course, we're in control of them. Take, a, take us through the process that John Loger goes through when an experience sucks and how you want to change that. 
Um, oh man, I can, uh, you know, it's really funny, but I have a lot of experiences that suck all the time. <laughs> I, think the, I think that's the nature of entrepreneurialism is that, right. <laughs> that, that you're always, you know, there's always a fire to, to, to put out or, and there's always something else that kind of grabs you. Um, I, I'm going to give you a couple of examples. Uh, they're business related examples. So, uh, you know, I, you know, I kind of feel that I've been on this planet for a little while now and I've learned. For some, from some amazing mentors and teachers on how to build a business and be a great marketer. And I believe that I've got some pretty good marketing chops um, uh, in, 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 uh, in doing what I do. So I kind of, I feel like I kind of know my shit, right? Yeah. Um, so so I, 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 I pull in my experience and my knowledge and I've done, this has happened to me three times in a row. And so in my, in, and, uh, and of course the, the change, the shift in the learning. So I'm going to give you three sucky, you know, fire <laughs> moments where right. it sucks, but how I, uh, responded to the suckiness, you know, how, how I, how I shifted either my attitude, my approach or, uh, the decisions that I made. Right. Okay. So, so, um, so, uh, I, I developed a, a, a program. It's a great program. Um, and I was launching this program to help people to accelerate their, their, you know, their focus on building their business essentially. So, you know, whether you're in an agency or you're, you're, you're growing your business. And so I put, uh, you know, 27 years of my experience into this program. It's pretty, it's, it's pretty comprehensive. Um, but it, it's, it's everything you need to build and develop and scale a business. And so the product is fine. My message was fine, Right. However, my targeting off the rails. So great product. I was price testing the product. By the way, my failure is what other people would see as, as a success. But this, this, I don't know if this is me being hard on myself. Maybe it is. But my expectation was much greater. So we, uh, we, you know, we launched the product. We went to uh, the cold market. And, um, and you know, we spent some money. And we had a huge problem. Uh, many chat crashed. Uh, Facebook uh, blames ManyChat. ManyChat uh, blames Facebook. <laughs> uh, you know, so so we're we're in conversations with our with our uh, tool providers to figure out why this isn't working, why we're not getting the numbers. You know, opt-in rates went up to like forty dollars for an opt-in for a webinar, which was wow. ridiculous. Yeah. Like everything was going wrong. I was spending thousands and thousands of dollars on marketing for this release. Uh, the software's breaking. The uh, the the ad channel's not working the way it's supposed to. Uh, my campaign could be completely off. Like <laughs> my message uh, to market is uh, maybe way off, and I didn't. You know, you don't know until you test. Um, so I'm sitting here now in, in this mini launch. We you know we generate a hundred thousand dollars worth of sales, right? Mm -hmm. um, but that was a really sucky result because. Um, uh, if the planets were aligned and things uh, things hadn't broken, were working the way they were supposed to be working, we probably would have had quadruple the number of sales on this launch. So here I am. I'm looking at this happening live, and we did. I did a webinar, and uh, uh, not a single person bought off the webinar. It's the first time it ever happened. To me. Thought, what the hell? This webinar is tested. Like I tested this webinar off ago. We had a 16% conversion rate off a webinar, which is freaking amazing. And how do we go from 16%, nothing's changed, to zero, right? Yeah. Crickets, you know? And I'm thinking, because we, we normally do rolling launches, I'm thinking, what, you know, like straight away, it's like, is the program stuffed up? Is my message shit? Is my webinar 
sales process crappy. So we go to disaster mode. We're going, we start asking all these ridiculous questions uh, about, you know, what's going, what's wrong, what needs to be fixed, right? Uh, and so there are too many moving parts. Anybody who's, who's done webinars knows there's a lot of moving parts to make mm-hmm. that work. Um, and so, uh, so here I am. I thought, wow, greatest product in the world. Lots of people had awesome results with it a month ago. Uh, um, same webinar, um, same marketing, everything, and nothing, no sale. I thought, what is going on, right? So we pivot. Like, the first thing I know is, well, Jesus, I don't want to make this a total loss. <laughs> I, I, need to, I, need to, I need to do something, right? I can sit here and, and, and cry about, well, shit, everything sucks and it doesn't work and, um, you know, shit, throw that program out the window. That, that program is, you know, shit. You know, I spent 27 years of my life putting this crap together, uh, you know, launching this. I mean, that just, you know, it's the, wor- it's, it's the worst thing in the world. Like, I just need to throw that in the trash. This is old school <laughs> shit, right? Um, nobody wants this stuff, you know. They want new, new fandangle sexy stuff, and my stuff isn't sexy. That's where I went to, right? So, it, but, but I only went there for a second, right? I thought, oh, man. So, but I know, look, if, and if you know this, <laughs> nothing works to plan on the internet, on the interwebs. Yeah, right. Very true. <laughs> there's always going to be. There's always going. You know, when technology is involved, there's always going to be a screw up. Right. If it's not your campaigning, it's the shopping cart. If it's not the shopping cart, it's your merchant provider. If you're not a merchant <laughs> provider, it's the freaking funnel that you're building. Uh, it could be a zap uh, that's missing. It could be anything. When technology is involved, always expect shit to happen. Right? <laughs> yeah. So so. So, so in that moment, I go, okay, well, you know, I've got a team. I mean, I've got costs. I've got, uh, there, you know, we've got, you know, a launch doesn't happen by itself. Um, you know, a significant amount of money has been invested. Um, you know, uh, what do we do to make this work? And that's my next question. My, my question was, what do we do in that moment to, to make it work? So I go to, well, Jesus, let's go and offer it to people who've already bought it, right? Let's mm-hmm. go, let's go and, uh, reframe it or let's go and offer it to people that we've already offered it to that like the idea that didn't buy the first time maybe want to buy the second time let's take a group test and see what happens right so uh, we so we didn't have this planned we thought well geez we'll just do another we'll just set up another webinar take all our traffic tra- our cold traffic redirect it into the new webinar say hey we're going to do it we've got a new training um, uh, go back to some people who suggested that they were interested but they couldn't afford it at the time or it was bad timing or whatever it was, throw those into uh, the promotion. Um, change the webinar to uh, – the only change I made to the webinar was just to focus a little bit more on aspiration as opposed to, you know, the how-to because I do go into a lot of how-to. Um, a lot of people uh, chide me for that because they think that, that you know, hurts sales. Um <laughs> And so, so you know, got a little bit, a little bit more focused on the aspiration to to tap into you know people's desires uh, from the from the feedback and the questions that people ask, and just rerun it. So it was very raw, simple, you know, ballsy, and then bang, you know, another hundred thousand dollars in three days, mm-hmm. right? So, so I've. For, and I don't know what it is. Uh, 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 for some reason, I'm, I'm, you know, again, I'm hiring people all the time, and I tend to believe that I hire A players. Uh, so I do my background checks and I look at, you know, what's going on. And I'm a big believer in investing in people. And so another thing is uh, the other shitstorm uh, that occurred in and around was I was hiring Facebook managers with experience, with experience in my market, 
paying them a premium fee for their services and giving them a significant budget to work with. And for whatever reason, none of them made it work. Right. Mm. So I went three back, three back to backs in a row. Yeah. With with people who are referred and recommended. Uh, the first one, uh, the reason why it didn't work is because they bought a new house and they're moving to new house and they decided not to pay <laughs> attention to my not to no not to do the work that they were paid to do to manage my account and they weren't managing it and so we were spending ridiculous amounts of money uh, on on opt-ins on just basically generating uh, lead opportunities. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know that's not a very professional uh, service. So okay, great, I can't work with you anymore. Um, put you know I put that aside. Uh, learn my lesson, go and interview another person, a player, you know, uh, reputation, work with some big, big people, got great results in my market, put them into play, nothing, right? Like, you know, looked at their strategy. They didn't, the other, the thing that they got, lazy, no strategy, didn't mm-hmm. look at uh, what was going on. You know, we, you know, these, you know, I'm paying a premium uh, for, you know, because that's what they're asking for. And I'm going, great, you're the expert, here's the money. Because I've always believed in investing, you know, make sure you're investing the right money, not the, you know, don't penny pinch and and, um, and uh, uh, nickel and dime your marketing because you're going to get nickel and dime results. So, right. you know, I've always felt that. So I made a significant investment again and bang, it failed. So then I hire a third one, right? So, and then this one, crickets, like <laughs> uh, was, was doing, like we were getting uh, thousands of, hits and i don't understand again the strategy right not i believe not the right strategy but hey they're the experts so i'm you know i want to follow the the experts advice um you know go and spend fifteen thousand dollars or invest fifteen thousand dollars and uh for fifteen thousand dollars i got uh 30 opt-ins fifteen thousand dollars and 30 30 opt-ins 500 right? bucks so a pop I'm, yeah <laughs> uh, 500 bucks a pop i'm thinking well i'm going for the i'm literally going for the diamonds in the opt-in world right mm-hmm. um so 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 yes so again um okay that that's a that that hasn't worked you know it's like okay shit well that was a you know uh you know 15 grand isn't is not a chunk of change it's it's money mm-hmm. right um so okay that doesn't work can't cry over what didn't happen uh got into got to get into knowing what i know to make it work right so um so now uh, new Facebook manager, um, and it's really weird. It's the it's the person that I wanted to go to first, but they couldn't fit me in. Right? Mm-hmm. They were the most expensive. They are the most expensive. They are highly regarded in our industry. Uh, huge reputation. They manage millions of dollars a month in Facebook advertising. Um, they know the game. Um, they have a ridiculous management fee for their services. Uh, they take a slice of the action as well. Uh, just to just to uh, just to make sure that they're part of the family, um, but hey, the investment is uh, if I put together all of the investments that I'd made up until this point, um, I would have had three months with probably what I would have thought would have been outstanding results with right. with, with 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 this person. So I invested the cash right uh, at a premium level, but I was I was uh, you know I was just getting dud after dud after dud. So. Sitting, you know, my head goes, you know, like some people go, well, shit, this sucks, and I just can't afford to keep throwing money at it, right? Um, my head goes to, uh, you know, what are we going to do to make uh, uh, parts of these things work so that they can create a compounding effect of getting the greater result, yeah? Because um, uh, uh, otherwise, you, you know, uh, 
you know, it's like go back to what works. Yeah, double down on what worked. Right. right. That's the that's the the, the key thing. So, uh, you know, three months of disasters on this, uh, <laughs> tens of thousands of dollars invested, um, you know, frustrating hair pulling, why isn't this, why am I a millionaire, right, <laughs> um, uh, 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 with this product, right? Um, uh, and, um, you know, uh, I'm sitting there going, oh, oh, right, let's get back to some clarity here, that word again, right? Yeah. Let's double down, let's double down on what's working, um, and let's watch this very closely. Give it, be patient, give it the time. That's the other thing is people pull the plug too quick. Uh, you know, I've done this, uh, uh, you know, uh, on occasion as well, thinking, oh, that's not working, change, that's not working, change. No, you work with what's working and you make your adjustments along the way and you're tweak, you're improving the process, yeah? Um, you know, nothing, nothing is ever going to be perfect uh, out of the gate, ever, not through my experience. Right. Uh, that's, why I, that's why I'm a big believer in getting your ass out on the road as quickly as possible and then kind of work out all the stuff later. Um, uh, and, um, and yeah, so again, it's asking, you know, what, what's important here? Why am I doing this? Why is this important to uh, who I'm uh, uh, providing this to, how do I help them uh, understand that this will give them the greatest result possible for them, that it's good for them, um, and, uh, and then how do I make sure and help them uh, to achieve those outcomes because naturally that's just going to spurn a whole other bunch of opportunities. So, so it really goes back to, you, you know, in the entrepreneurial game, you're pivoting all the time, you're hustling all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, Elon Musk had his balls to the wall, was at the state of bankrupt, bankruptcy with Tesla. Uh, it was, he was literally, it was, he was within hours of being wiped off the face of the planet in terms of his <laughs> business model, hours. And then somebody came in and said, hey, I'll give you a billion dollars on that idea, right? Um, and, and, uh, and, you know, and, and pulled him through. Now, uh, is Tesla a success story? No, it's a company that's losing a significant amount of money. <laughs> however, however, there is a dream, there is a greater vision, there is a greater purpose uh, that where people are, are investing in that dream. They're putting their money on the idea, uh, on, the, on, the, on, the, um, on the fact that they love the idea right. of, you know, of what the future is. And so they're willing to take the losses. You know, if you look at, you know, Amazon didn't make any money for the first five years of its business. It was losing $150 million a year. Um, how, you know, you go to a bank and say, look, bank, I need to borrow some money here, but I'm going <laughs> to let you know right up front that I'm going to lose $150 million a year for the first three years of our business. But we need you to keep giving us money so that we can actually prop this thing, this sucker up. Right? Believe in our vision. You Believe know, in bank, our vision. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The bank's going to go, well, you don't know how banks work. You know? <laughs> um, uh, we want collateral and, and security and you know we we don't lose you know we this is not a losing situation so you know so you know amazon was propped up by significant um you know investment to keep that working even though it was an incredibly unprofitable uh company it took them i think it took them like five years to uh, make a profit but here's the classic in that fifth year they made some ridiculous like they made like a 200 million dollar profit in that fifth year so they had five years of disasters like you know from a from a balance on the books it was horrific but then all of a sudden year five uh, they turn it around and there's so many stories of companies you know we're talking about behemoth companies that were that have been in the same boat that they've had significant losses for 
uh, a number of years because the vision has been so great. The idea has been so great that people are willing to invest uh, in that idea and see that through. And it, it may not be the balance sheet that is the true value of that company. It may be that the, that the customers and the future opportunities that those customers or the people that are engaged have uh, those things are the real value to those companies. And we're seeing uh, the idea of valuations or values uh, of companies being flipped on their head from uh, traditional methods of business to, uh, you know, uh, very uh, um, sporadic and non-conforming ideas. I mean, software industry is a perfect example of, you know, uh, ridiculous valuations on businesses that have no revenue, have no profit, uh, but they have a ton of customers. Uh, they're supporting hundreds of developers and team members with uh, capital and investments that are made uh, in their business. And so, you know, to all intents and purposes, at one level, you see that they're failing at the other level that you see that they're, uh, you know, heading towards the direction of their future. You know? So, yeah. I'm curious, John. Uh, uh, I don't know if we finished the story about the, the last, was it the fourth Facebook company that you worked with or the first Facebook ad company you worked with? The one you originally wanted to go with? It, uh... Oh, um, I'm in the middle of that at the moment. So big, big, okay. in, big dollars, yeah. you know, big, dollar, big investment. Um, but, you know, the conversation is very different. Uh, there is a long-term vision and plan. Um, there is significant scaling investment uh, being made, um, you know, and we're, mon- you know, we're monitoring that, you know, hourly. You know? Yeah. <laughs> um, we actually, I actually now have uh, a company that actually uh, is, you know, is very good at what they do, train their team exceptionally well, have people, uh, you know, think about the strategy, um, understand, you know, uh, what the opportunities are. And, uh, and uh, you know, for me, it's a scaling, you know, it's a, it's a scaling model. You know, we start at one level and we step up, stepped up, we make our adjustments along the way to maximise our opportunities. You know, like anything, you're watching, you know, and that's mm-hmm. the thing. A lot of people don't watch. They're just expecting things to happen on a dime. So in business, I'm all, you know, there's always a pivot. There's all, you know, I, I, I'm in, I have a partnership in an agency business. I mean, that business we, we you know, has grown astronomically in the last 12 months and is going to be astronomical in the next 12 months. Mm-hmm. You know, we went from 2 million to, to 10 million in just on a year. And then we're sitting now at 12. By the end of this year, it'll be $20 million. And by the end of 2020, it'll be a $100 million agency uh, in one niche, one market. Um, uh, and you know, uh, and it's growing very rapidly. And the pressures of rapid growth, hiring, finding the right people, um, you know, making sure that the vision is very clear, that people are, uh, uh, are collectively understanding and part of that vision. Some people need to leave because the vision is too big for them, and they can only be uh, with us for part of the journey, for the journey that that where they fit and where it works for them. And then there are others that are coming that will be. Uh, taking the journey or picking up the baton and moving the journey further on to their level of experiences. And then there'll be other people when we get to an even larger level uh, where they'll come in at a different level of thinking that'll pick up the baton. So we have this moving ocean and wave uh, of, um, of people, you know, uh, uh, you know, management, uh, you know, team, um, uh, you know, leadership, all of those things become very important when you're, you know, when you're serious uh, about what you're trying to create. Yeah. You know? So, um, so yeah, so, you know, it, um, it's, you know, yes, there are disasters and yes, it sucks. And, but the other thing that I look at a disaster, if I see something go wrong or if I'm feeling something really sucks, uh, it only sucks in that moment. 
you know, <laughs> like for the moment, for the split second that you're feeling the emotions of the suckiness, you know, to use the very technological, <laughs> psychological terms here, the suckiness feeling, right? Uh-huh. Um, it only sucks. It only sucks in that moment. Right, it doesn't. It's not going to suck for the next ten years, or the next week, or the next okay. month, or it might suck for for that period. But in that moment, you have the emotion and the feelings, and it feels like shit. Yeah. Right. And so, and so, and you know, you can beat yourself up and go, "Yo, you're an idiot. You know what to do." Blah blah. blah. You know, you go, you have those. You know, we're human, right? We we we're, we're going to, and sometimes we're uh, uh, going back to that fight or, fight or flight. Uh, scenario, hmm. uh, our basic instincts and also our child instincts of you know well you know uh, the you know you you know the, the the naughty person syndrome, the naughty kid syndrome, mm-hmm. where oh I've done something wrong, I've got to you know I've got to clench up or I've got to hide or whatever. <laughs> um, um, we you know we go we we all of those you know because we are a you know we're a, you know we're a manifestation of our who we are as an experience in this world, how you know what we've what we've learned and how we experience life and how we play the game. Uh, of life, um, and we have that moment. But in that moment, just go. Okay, it sucks, and it can suck a million times. Yeah. But this is not. A, this does not define the rest of your life. This does not define your experience beyond this sucky moment. Yeah. 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 And it's hard. I know people who've lost everything. I was speaking to a guy yesterday who's building an agency. A guy that I'm working with. You know, and you know the guy's you know 56 years of age, and he you know two years ago he lost everything. Uh, made bad, made made a bad investment decision. Market turned on him, you know, uh, and and had his eggs in one basket, and it, and took a few chances that were very very uh, silly, and and you know that that stopped him in his footsteps. Like, Fuck, I'm 56 years of age. <laughs> um, uh, it's all and, gone, and, and 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 it's all gone. And like I got kids that are grown up now, and they're in college, and and like you know we're losing the house, and we're you know. Um, and it, it's, I mean, it's horrific, you know, because you're sitting there and you're thinking at 56, I've got to start over. Well, there's this, there's this guy who was in the same place as this guy back in, uh, 1970, 1972, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, um, called Ray Kroc, right. Oh yeah. Um, you know, his life sucked, uh, at 50, at 54, uh, he had didn't have a brass penny to his name. In fact, he couldn't even afford the petrol in his car. And mm-hmm. here he is running around the country selling milkshake machines to diners, right? Right. And so, you know, so one day he sees something that works, you know. He sees, I mean, if you've watched The Founder, you know, it doesn't paint a, paint a very pretty, pretty picture of, <laughs> of Ray. But, but, but uh, you know, he had a vision. He had a, you know, he, you know, uh, he has, he, he, he is, to me, he is the grandfather of uh, franchising, the real grandfather of franchising. Yes. Because, because he made it work. Like, yeah. he made it work on a scale that was just beyond belief. Yeah. Right? Um, and, you know, and McDonald's is very much into the real estate business, not the hamburger business. Yeah? Correct, yeah. Um, um, but, you know, the vision, the philosophy, you know, how do you take a 16-year-old kid, uh, by the time that they're 19, they're running a $2 million a year restaurant operation by themselves. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that, you know, that the system is extraordinary. Now, have they had their failures? Absolutely. Big failures. Do McDonald's stores close down every single day? Hundreds of them close every, every year. You don't hear about them, but they do. Yeah. However, there are still thousands of them opening up all over the world. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so, um, uh, so th- this is the thing, you know, I say to this person, look, you know, um, 
uh, you're you're just at another step. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you, you know, you just got to go. Look, okay, great, shit, it's horrible, and we can acknowledge that, and we need to accept that it is horrible that what's happened, uh, and it feels like it, it's terrifying. You know, because the you know the energy that you have at the at 56 is not the energy that you have when you're 18, 19, you know, just getting out into the world, right? Right. right. Um, and so you know, so it's almost like you've got to muster up this this uh, this energy again to get going. And I have lots of friends. In fact, we know some people that have uh, that have gone through z- these experiences, right? Yeah. Where they've got to get up and I've got to go again, right? Um, and so uh, you know, in that moment, I said, hey, you know, uh, it hurts. You know, I, I feel like crying with the guy at, at how bad it really is, right? Yeah. Um, and I say, well, great. So we're here in this moment and we're, you know, we need to make life decisions uh, uh, minute by minute, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, second by second, we've got to breathe, yeah? Yeah. Uh, we don't breathe. We don't, we don't breathe. We're out of here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? So we know how to breathe, right? We've got to do the breathing part, right? And then we've got to go, okay, what do I want my experience to be? You know, do I need to learn some new things? Do I need to readjust the way that I do things? But what? Do, where do we need to get to at one point, at a small point, to have the connection of moving forward, the momentum, the experience, the feedback, yeah? And so that was that's a big thing. For that guy, it's like, you know what? Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm just starting out. I feel, you know, it's, yeah, it's fresh. Uh, is it uncomfortable? Absolutely. But, you know, do I have days where it sucks and I feel like I need to hide under the covers? Absolutely. But, you know, I'm, I've got to put one foot forward. I've got to, you know, even if I fall flat on my face, I'm still moving forward, right? Yeah. Um, um, and so I've got a choice. I can allow my experience to determine how I want to choose to live my life in the future. So my past becomes my everyday, right? Train mm-hmm. tracks, right? Or... I can go, yeah, fuck it, next. You know, <laughs> so um, now what? Get, get, up, get, you know, get, get on with it because I'm not going to lie down. You're not going to lie down and, and go, oh, shit, I'm just going to give up. You've got kids. You've got family. You've got a wife that loves you, you know, that's, that has, is going through this with you, right? They're not, you're not alone, you know? Um, uh, and so, you know, you're doing this for a reason. You know, this is a lesson that you've learned at this time. You've got the feedback. You didn't like it. So now it's time to create other experiences and move forward and sometimes it's really really hard to rewrite that image that or that dream that we've had of like oh i'm 56 i should have enough money in my bank account where i don't have to work again the rest of my life and just be comfortable right and when that all changes like it's a blow to the confidence and ego and everything oh well it's horrible and it can be very debilitating and some people you know can literally uh, you know, uh, sort of, you know, get into a, a rigor mortis. Like, you know, I just can't move. I, I can't breathe. I, yeah. you know, it's it's incredibly debilitating. It's it's a horrible experience. You know, I've had, you know, mate, I've had some absolute massive disasters in in my life where I've sat there and thought, what the hell is going on? You know, what what do I have to learn? You know, the stupid question. What do I have to learn from this? Right. Nothing. Right? I don't have anything to learn from it. Uh, I've had the experience. I've learned. I just need to pull the things that I know uh, that are good uh, through this process. Uh, I need to pull on the things that I know uh, did work uh, or were working on this process and need to build on those things um, and not allow my, you know, my past to be a representation of who I am. 
Hey listeners, thanks again for joining the show. We wanted to remind you about our Get Shit Done one-on-one productivity coaching that we recently just launched. What we do is work with you to create big business goals that are absolutely game changers. We make a plan together and put you in our productivity hacking system that helps you stay on target. Each week you get a call with yours truly about what steps to take for the following week. Some say it's like a year of productivity in just three months. Check out all the details at thebusinessmethod.com forward slash coaching. Thebusinessmethod.com forward slash coaching. And remember to check out the rest of John's podcast interview that will be published tomorrow. Until then, ciao.